All right, so I'm going to ask you a lot of questions and annoy you, and then I'll tell stories on Ramble whenever that seems appropriate. So tell me, JP, what is your dream is this, job? Oh, really? We're starting right here. Huh? We're doing it right <laughs> we're now. We're doing it right now. Because I'll, I'll edit this. Who knows? This might be the sixth thing that actually gets heard, but or the first. I don't know. Okay. Um, so jobs. Jobs. It seems like everybody needs to have one, right? Um, yeah, I think so. Not everyone. Let's see. Not the independently wealthy. No, not that. Uh, but not, mostly. Not the yes. independently homeless and unemployed, I guess, don't need a job. Um, so... So, dream job, if I could be anything I wanted to. Is that what we're going on here? Not sure. Um, it's a start. Given my current capabilities, or like wave a magic wand and I have the skills to do whatever I want, like I could be an NBA coach tomorrow. Bang. Okay. So, let's say dream job, because my goal here is let's see, I will contrast this with me. So, maybe you'll give me some ideas. So, yes. Yeah, so, uh, let's say... Time and money and uh, barriers to entry are removed. If you could do anything, sky's the limit. What would you do? Sky's the limit. What would I do? Ooh, um, I think I would. I think I would like to be a physicist of some sort. Hmm. So experimental physicist, like in a laboratory somewhere? Uh, well, not well. Experimental isn't necessarily in a laboratory, but yeah, yeah, I think so. Not not a um, like what's uh, Big Bang theory there? What is? Uh, you know, he's a, a, a thought physicist. <laughs> he, um, theoretical. Theoretical. There it is. Yeah, thanks. You're the smart one. You know, I've never seen one minute of that show. Oh, really? No. I, and yet I pulled it. I've seen, not bad. Yeah, I've seen several. It's not my favorite. But So, yeah, may, probably not a uh, theoretical physicist. Somebody who's actually designing experiments and testing things out, whether it's in a laboratory or maybe... Uh, um, you know, sending a Deep Horizons probe into space and that kind of thing. Well, that's more in the astrophysics, is it not? Or I guess there's physics. For, there's all sorts yeah, of disciplines, deep, I guess. Well, there's engineers and everything and all right, that. Right, Okay. Physicist. Physicist. Searching for the Higgs boson, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's been found. So we need well, something true. else. Something else, whatever but, the next yeah, thing is. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking dreams, all things being equal, hey, tomorrow you can do this and you're competent in doing it. You know, I I wouldn't want to be a physicist with my current understanding of physics. Right now, I think that would be quite difficult. Like, hey guys, have you heard of this gravity stuff? So, okay. So the only barrier to entry, the only thing between you and this dream, this dream could happen is just education is, and lots of it. Yeah, right? it's like 12 years of education. You have some of that, right? You have, you have your, your undergrad? Yeah, you I do. Keep going. I could, yes. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. I would not have ranked that. So if we're, if we're counting differences, here's our first. Uh, that I am endlessly fascinated by physics. I have, um, oh, what's the book? There's a book by, um, is it something green? I'm going to look it up real quick. You're going to hear me type. Okay. Uh, Elegant Universe, I want to say. Well, let me look this one up. This will be my first recommendation. I think it's The Elegant Universe by something green. Uh, yes, The Elegant Universe by... by Brian Green. Yes, there we go. I have that on audiobook and on Kindle. It's quite a good book really? if you haven't read it. Yes, no. very good book. Yeah, send, send me out. Can you, uh, is that eligible for uh, lending library? I think uh, one might fall off a truck in your way. Okay. <laughs> we'll see if we can get to that one. It's, right. uh, it starts very interesting, starts very slow. Like you're you're talking about um, uh, like understanding like how uh, gravity has a field and how it works and how it actually bends time and all that stuff kind of back to, uh, what's that movie with uh, 
In interstellar, is that it? Interstellar, yes. thank you. Yes, so that like all of that stuff is supposedly grounded in some sort of physics understanding of today. So very good book, very interesting. I was uh, totally blown away and confused by it. I think I've listened to it on audiobook twice and read it once, I want to say. Yeah, and I never can listen to it all in one sitting or whatever because it just it goes on and on and on. It is mind-bending and crazy. It starts out very accessible, but it quickly leaves me behind. And I love the stories. Like it says, like the whole bit about how Einstein, basically Einsteinian physics, that as we understand it, the which, you know, throwing away of Newtonian physics and all this, like that all happened by a guy working as a patent clerk or whatever, or a guy working in a, in a post office, whatever you're Essentially, saying. Essentially, right, yeah. That's amazing to me. Yeah. Like, here's this guy could do that. Like, I mean, we, there's been lots and lots of stories about Einstein. Everyone knows he's kind of a smart guy, a little roughly speaking, but... Yeah, that's pretty pretty great, pretty awesome. And then and now we've gone past that, I guess, into other realms of physics. Yeah, and stuff it's like well, that. sad to think like that realistically won't happen again, right? Like, well, maybe. Like uh, yeah, the, I guess the low right. hanging fruit is not that Einstein was grabbing low hanging fruits pretty well all picked, right? Right, right. Well, I guess. Well, now we're into string theory, right? And so now string theory is the the thing of the day, and people who are doing that do it. So hey, so we're, you're saying you need twelve years of schooling? Yeah. Einstein didn't have that. No, he didn't. You're 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 closer than you think. The I, brass ring is just out of reach. I, you know what? I don't have the hair for it, though. That's the problem. <sighs> uh, that, that, that's the only thing. Yeah, that's interesting. But even having said that, like I am endlessly fascinated by the topic. Most of the stuff I find impenetrable, and I don't think I would like a career in it. But I love it. I love hearing about it. I'm. I love there are people out there doing it. I just couldn't do it myself. So, so then for you, I mean, you've had a, you had a career shift, right? I've had a few jobs. Two really, or two major shifts, I would say. Although the most recent, and we're not getting into personal things, I know, but the most recent was not as huge a career shift, but more of a, uh, a paradigm shift in how you view Whoa. it, right? Kind of, kind of, yeah. Right. So I think I'm trying to think of all the different things I've chased. This is going to be a long story. So settle in. I'm ready. Um, I got you. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you my story. We'll come back to you and where you're going from here. But yeah, I think like in college, we both met at Michigan State University, I'll say for our hypo hypothetical listeners. And at the time, I think, I'm trying to think of what majors, I think I kept taking business classes because I was interested in them, but I wasn't really pursuing business as a major at the time. I was kind of like, well, that's interesting. I always was curious about whatever. Like macroeconomics sounds neat, uh, it, or microeconomics sounds neat. I'll take that. I'm curious about it. You know, I have it in my head. I remember you wanting to go into education of some kind. That was the big thing. Yeah, yeah. That was a long time running. I kept thinking I could be a good a good teacher. I don't know. I still think I I still think I'm doing that in a way. Yeah, yeah. It's different. You're not molding the youth of the world, but yeah. You're still educating others. Yep. am. in my little story, the way I remember it, and by the way, this is my um, disclaimer for any stories I tell about me, is that my memory is terrible and that I'm, my facts are all wrong. But these are the facts as I choose to remember them, and that's all that matters. Um, but I remember choosing major after major after major, and eventually I thought, you know what, I think I'm going to apply to a major in the business college because you had to apply. And at the time, um, the accounting major was the hardest major in the school of business to get at that time okay. at Michigan State. And so I didn't think I'd get in and I thought, who wants to be an accountant anyway? So I thought I'm just going to apply for that because it's the hardest one. And and I'll eventually maybe I'll end up being finance or maybe I'll end up being whatever if I even stick in that college anyway, which is not a given. Right. 
So I applied to that one just because it was the hardest. I got in. Um, and I think my grade point was iffy because I had taken two calculus classes because I was an engineer. <laughs> I, I was an engineering major or I was going to be an engineering major. I don't think I formally enrolled, but I wanted to be an electrical engineer at one point. And I thought I took these calculus classes. And after two calc classes, I was like, yeah, okay, enough. You know, like, I think <laughs> I could, I think I can do it. I think I could get there. I still believe I, I could have done it, but, but I wouldn't have enjoyed life very much in the meantime. But the thing, the quirk of fate is that when you go into accounting, they take your first math class, and that was my lowest grade, even though it was calculus, which is like two levels above the, you know, you don't have to take calculus to be an accountant. No, yeah. Um, just whatever applied math or whatever. Uh, 111, I think it was. <laughs> math 111. <laughs> 111, good. Uh, 111 or 112, I think, one or the other. And you had to take that. And if you did that, then you got in. So I made it hard. So anyway, I came out with accounting, got out of accounting. And then, and I'll summarize to say, I went into accounting, got a job in accounting, was doing that. Then I had a brief moment where I thought I'd be an actor. Yep. Do you remember this? I remember that, yes. And I actually applied uh, to ERTA, that's the, to get a graduate degree in um, in acting, in drama. And applied it, uh, auditioned for a few different schools in Chicago. I was rejected and didn't, <laughs> didn't go back. So, and then, yeah, and then I went into being an accountant and then I became a little bit of a software geek and a software programmer and then did accounting software. And I'm summarizing quickly and became a uh, consultant. So quit my uh, job as a finance director to become a accounting software consultant, which I did for 10 years and then quit to start my own company. Right. Ta-da. Ta and here we, are, you are. here we are today. So, but you've skirted around entirely what your dream job yeah. would be. So, well, I've talked about this. I don't know if this is a dream job, but I think, I guess it is. Um, the job that, that the me today would do if I were going into college today, which is different from the job I would have picked back then, because I'm a very different learner. I've decided I don't learn like a lot of people. I'm like what they call a whole brain learner. I don't get the easiest of concepts for the longest of time, but the, <laughs> like I am like just shockingly dumb about the most basic of concepts. And then when I get it, I got it. And it's like one day click, I'm there. So it's, if you're, if you're, if you're graphing this <laughs> picture, like a flat line EKG of like a dead patient, yeah. like <laughs> tracking it across time for days and days and days and days. And other people are leaping ahead and then I spike and I do okay. So it doesn't mean I'm ever, I'm brilliant at, at things or what I'm not trying to say that, but just like it, I learn very differently. So I don't know back when I started, I don't think I had the, the confidence or the, you know, to keep going in the face of the way I learned. And now I get it. I learn different and that's fine. I can get there and I'll learn it at a different way. And it might not, and not that I'm even slower, just that it's going to be a big jump and I got to wait for it, put in my time and it'll happen. But that used to frustrate professors and teachers, I would think. So anyway, so if I were doing it now, I think computer engineer. Okay. How's that? Right. So sci science-y a bit. It's still an engineering degree. Yeah. Um, but it's computer engineering. So there is a big software component to it. Um, but then I'd probably use that computer engineering degree to be a programmer, which is probably not, well, it's different from what I'm doing now, but, but not... I can see there from where I'm at now. Right. Yeah, it's not it's not a huge leap, but it's it's a it's a bit. I wanna yeah, it's a bit of a leap. To be a true, you know, dyed in the wool programmer, yeah, it's a bit. But but I can see there from here, I say. You know, I can I'm I'm adjacent. we we can sit at the same lunch table. You know? <laughs> and what so what what kind of what would you program for? 
Are you uh, making the next great game? Are you making uh, the latest operating system? Are you making a business suite of software? Well, I don't know those other things as far as like um, gaming and all that. That's such that that part of it is far removed from me, so I wouldn't know. I probably, I mean, if I were coming out of school today, it'd probably be a mobile app, probably a JavaScript programmer, probably you know I don't know. That just just playing the odds, you know. But really, it wouldn't matter to me as much as it would matter. What would matter would be like solving a puzzle, you know, with a program. Because I argue that, uh, by the way, programming is the most complicated human creation. Really? I don't. Yes. Tell me something more complicated. There's nothing more complicated than pro- a computer program. Uh, I'm no more human created because uh, it's you know it's an abstraction. As opposed it's, to that stuff my dogs created out in the backyard. What are we talking about? As opposed to like medicine. Yeah, obviously, the hu- like the human body is way more complicated. Let's say, or physics is more complicated, but. What human created thing is more complicated than like, a computer program? Like I say nothing. The space shuttle? Maybe? Running programs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As a, a part of the whole. Okay. True. I, I, True. Yeah. Um, huh. I don't, oh, I don't know. Kind of tease this out for me a little bit. Tell me what. Um, um, I just think the only things I can think of that come close are like a novel. Like if you write a novel, a very complicated novel, okay, then that approaches the complexity of an operating system. But you look at like the the stupid Windows operating system that I had to roll back my driver on to start yeah. this call yeah. today. Um, it's like, I don't know, millions, if not billions of lines of code written over years, sure, by hundreds of people, maybe, right? All all working together. That's mind-bogglingly, boggingly, whatever. That's incredibly complicated. So and it's a human human abstraction. It's operating with the user, with graphics, with video, working on hard drives, operating system, controlling electrical current through silicone chips, hard soldered on a board, like all of this man-made. And it's a world that follows rules that were made by people. That it's its own universe. I, there, uh, drop the mic. I'm out. It, that's it. It's the most complicated thing ever. So, um, but when I hear you talking about that, I hear like you're taking it as a greater entity. So then I argue, well, isn't just like civilization greater than programming? No. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's right. No. Well, how much of that is uh, a truly a human thing, I guess, is my thing. So like, like, um, yeah, so like an economy is... You know, whether you're saying like a capitalist economy or a marketplace and all that, like these are our constructs, right? But how much of that, I guess like we are assigning value to a commodity and there's an exchange of goods for service, goods and services for, for money and all that. That is, uh, that is all, you know, commerce. Commerce is that, is commerce fully a human? Um, like that's not very complicated, you know, like it's complicated. It's elegant. It's beautiful, right? It works very well. No one can do better. Like we're, we're done with it, okay. but. And there's a system upon system where you get complicated about uh, like multi-currency and exchange rates and, uh, you know, credit default swaps and stocks and bonds and all that. But basically those exist within the universe when you're doing programming, you're milling, you're making your universe hmm. and then you're, and then you're programming within it. So that's why I argue it. And that means that doesn't mean the people that programmers are more brilliant than other people, although they are. Uh, <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> I just have a high respect for that. I'm not even a programmer. I'm not calling myself that. I'm programming light. I'm programming a lowercase p, 
but then there's programming capital P. Like these guys are doing like incredible, like those hackathons where people like uh, I've seen the social network. I know programming. Like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know how that works. Yeah, so I think I think it is a lofty uh, ambition. It's an amazing thing that is happening, and it only continues to get more and more sophisticated and complicated. And I am in awe of what they do there, and it's great. Um, and then they make uh, pornographic games on the internet for money. But well, yeah, yeah you get. Pay the bill somehow, right? Yeah, do whatever, right? But I think it's just great. I just think it's it's amazing. So, uh, but I'm saying if I were going into a job now, like I told you, I I I, I basically turned in my uh, my wizarding robes for uh, engineering when I hit Calc two, right? Um, well, I think I could do it now because I think I get the bigger picture. I think that learning a little bit, like I hit my little spike enough to contextualize it so that I could go back to it. And I don't think I'd be great at it, but I think I could get through it. And I think I could be, I could get my computer engineering degree. And I think I could apply that as a programmer. And yeah, so. Okay. But I'm not so dissatisfied with what I'm doing now that I would walk away because I'm at the same table, as I said, I'm adjacent. I could, I could see there. So I'm okay with it. Okay. So for you, yeah. you said, you said, um, you made a distinction when picking your dream job between, you said first. Are you asking me if I could do anything, money, no object, time, no object, what would I pick? Obviously, those things matter. They do. So, right. so given your current reality, what what's uh, on the table or what or, you know, what would you pick? Well, I guess you said, like, what's the reason for getting? Am I right in hearing you that you say that really you couldn't go after being a experimental physicist because of 12 years, more or less? Right. That's the single. Yeah. Essentially. That's the big one. That's the big. Yeah. And uh, you have tuition and all that other stuff too, but but that's the biggest, right? Right. right. So if I mean if and I actually wrote down, uh, I'm keeping track of our show notes here a little bit for you. Oh, good, um, love it. So I put down uh, teaching question mark, and this is what actually is going to come up in another podcast we're going to do later, I believe. So spoiler there for folks, or maybe. Previous to this, I don't know when this is coming out. Yeah. This is either foreshadowing or a callback. Right. Um, <laughs> so teaching is something that I've, I've also always thought about doing. In fact, there was a, a good time when I was looking to be a physics teacher. Right. Um, and I, too, took Calc 1, Calc 2, differential equations, all those good things. Um, but now I question if there's like an, an undeclared age limit for new teachers now. Like in, in the, you know, grade school, K through 12 kind of, kind of thing, which is where I think I would want to teach more so than in college. You would do grade school, you said? So are you, well, no, like, like it would be high school. High school. But. Okay. Well, I'll tell you from what I know, my limited exposure, is, but being married to a teacher is that if you want to be a science or math teacher, don't worry about it. You got a job. You have a job waiting for you. If you want to teach uh, English, gym, social studies, mm, think think hard. You know, like that that you got to be pretty darn good, and you might have to know somebody. Well, I just know, but I'm more kind of hooked on the age thing. I guess in high school it doesn't matter as much, but you know, so. my my kids. You know, I've got a slew of kids in my life, and it seems like every teacher that they that I have seen in the past ooh, six years, maybe has been below 30 in age and I don't and that's why I kind of question if there's some kind of like if there is a push to be 
to have younger teachers if you know if we have all the old cranky mrs krabappels are uh, you know on their way out and you know the the newer education system is coming in or or what and i I tend to worry too much, but I'm thinking, ah, what's this middle-aged guy I want to do hanging out with all these kids kind of thing, you know? I... These kids being your peers, right? <sighs> well, or, no, or, like or the, students, the students themselves, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think you have to, I mean, personally, that one, it, this is another interesting, this is our sec, another difference, I'm going to put a little tick mark. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm not, but <laughs> okay. pretend, I, yeah. pretend I did. Yeah. Um, that, uh, I wouldn't even move the needle for me. I wouldn't even think about that personally, but doesn't mean you're wrong to, for thinking it. It just, just, just saying what it is. I don't, there's other things I think I might like the thought of walking into a classroom, just period and period. The, like that's the, the whole idea, like walking into a classroom. It's a little intimidating for the first time, I think, but I know I get over it. I know I get there. That's fine. But that wouldn't be my reason not to do it. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know, but that's fine. You know. So then, so yeah, so if we're, you know, dream job with, you know, marginal amount of effort to put into it at this point, I mean, there's still some classes to take, but not, certainly not 12 years of classes. Nope. To do. No. So really where you're at, you'd have to do probably two years of grad school, some, or some amount, right? To get your master's in education. Yeah. Or not, or is that right even? I don't even know. Yeah, yeah I guess I, so. I'd have to look into it. Last time I, I mean, it was what, 1996 last time I was looking at this, right? So and no one cared about educating the youth then. So things have changed, oh, no. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so at minimum though, probably like two years, let's say, to get an education. And then there's probably a year of student teaching. So if if you went full time, which is a big if, right? Um, yeah, that sounds like three years. And two of the, and at least the year you're student teaching, you're probably not working. Right. Well, you could, there's all kinds of tutoring programs too, through universities. So I could, you know, not specific on job training, but still, you know, towards what I'm looking at. Yeah. Well, so. like if you were, if you're required to be a student teacher though, like I think like to have a year of uh student teaching to get your qualification, like I think that's going to be enough of a job, you know, that. You can't have like a part-time job on this. I guess you, you technically could, but yeah, it'd be a, I, that'd be hard. In my head, though, I think some some programs don't would require you not to have a second job. Like this is your yeah, job. That's a good point. Yeah, right. You're going to be right. I think you're right about that. So, so or so even if it's it may not even be technically possible, but even but if it it's realistically impossible, probably. So you could have a you can have a second job while you're going to school for your, your two years of an under, undergrad, which is saying a lot. That's hard. Um, but say you did it. Okay. Yeah. And so anyway, so that's a lot, but doable still. So you'd have to, you'd have to uh, like apply to a college, not value your credits would transfer. You might have to take a couple undergrad cl- classes just to get that. And then you got your credit. So it's a bit, it's a cost money. It takes time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nothing's free. Nothing's easy, I suppose. Right. Nothing's easy, but would you do it? You said dr- your dream job, right? So this is still in the dream, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I well, I and I also talked about um, nursing was was in was something I had thought about as well. Um, I don't remember this. I vaguely remember. Well, this this is just within the past year. I've heard I've this read. though. Have you talked about this before? Maybe, or no? I think we might have. Um, and I haven't looked into a lot of different programs, but the program that I have looked into, it's required that it's full time education. Like they're really. Um, 
you know, want to immerse you into the program to get the best education. And I, at this point, I don't know that that's realistic. So I've kind of shied away from that a little bit, which I guess, boo, you know, boo on me for shying away, not looking into it more. But, well, yeah, I think uh, it kind of goes along. It's not teaching, but it's still kind of benefiting others, you know, and um, I've had some experience with, with nurses and, you know, it's a, a good nurse is quite a thing. It's quite sure. A, so. But yeah, so teach. I think we'll say teaching. Make me a teacher, Dave. Can you write that in? Teacher. Yeah. Uh, Do that I can write it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Perfect. And and it is so. Yeah. yeah. Teachers. Okay. I'm wondering though, like the teachers that these days, these kids today. So it's interesting that you'd be going into teaching because I know so many people are getting out of it because they go into teaching and they thought that they were going to have their classroom and their summers off and all that other stuff, and now they get in and they have. Uh, government mandates on scores they have to have for their kids, the whole no child left behind. They, they basically, you are judged on how well the kids do, but are given very little resources to affect a change. And that sounds very defeatist, you know, that people have a hard time with that. You know, I don't know how true that is, but that can be really frustrating. Yeah. Like it's almost like you're, you're, you're punished for caring too much almost, you know, or is what, what could be true. And maybe I would find that out. I don't know, but from... From this side, you know, like my high school physics teacher was clearly easily the best teacher I ever had. I just loved the class, right? I had no, no reason to be interested in physics when I took the class. And I was like, wow, this is, this is awesome. This is great. I, you know, I love this. So, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that teacher? <clears throat> have you ever gone back to that, prof- that not professor, your high school teacher? Have you ever I, gone back? I did through college. Like I would pop back in now and then and say hi. Um, and then a couple of years into it, it became where I just felt too old walking the halls with other students and stuff going on in there. And it was like, oh, no, no, no. So I, once I graduated, I never did. No. Uh, okay. No. I've tried looking, looking her up too, but I haven't, I haven't seen. So, so Miss Deo, if you're out there, give me a call, huh? Thanks. Deo, you yeah. made that up. No, really. Daylight come and yeah. <laughs> You don't want to go home? Yeah. As in? Yeah. Okay. How realistic is your goal of either going into the nursing profession or going into uh, the educational field? Um, It probably is as realistic as I want it to be, which I know isn't saying much, right? I think I have the opportunities to do so if if I really want to pursue it. but so there's nothing stopping you. It's it's just if you want it bad enough, you can have it. Right. Yeah. Um, and like I was talking before we started the show here, I you know I'm not sure what what I'm doing tomorrow versus next week or next year, just yet. So, um, if if you're if we're putting odds on it, I'd say less than a fifty fifty chance probably that you go into either either or, yeah yeah really mm-hmm. less than fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. And it's just because it seems daunting, like there seems like a whole lot of work, or why? Um, I, well, yeah. I don't. I think I've got other things to be working on. I've got a, you know, a kind of a extended, broad ranging family, and you know, my things I'm working through with myself and whatnot. I so, see. You so know, pri- I, priorities. Priorities. We'll say priorities. Thanks. 
Okay. So there's other things that you would rather do than, because it is hours and hours and hours of work, right? Mm -hmm. Spread over many years. Right. Right. You could be playing Xbox. I could be. Well, I am more of a PS3 guy. Is this true, by the way? No, I I know. Gaming (laughs) systems. No, that'll go under aging. I cannot handle um, Xbox controllers. Too many buttons. Too many buttons. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to be more of a gamer, but yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm more of a Wii guy. That, there's our title for this episode. <laughs> Great. Great. Okay, so I guess we're seeing the difference. So I would go back to do something more or less what I'm doing now. <laughs> you would go into something that seems to be more noble than what I'm doing. <laughs> um, directly noble anyway. Like, right, it's more directly service-oriented. It, right, um, seen as such is, but... Whether it is or isn't, yeah. Which you will save the world with your JavaScript program. Which will be used for pornography. Right. Eventually Um, somewhere. (laughs) That's where all the innovation is, by the way. So they say, uh, yeah, or not, or just like some varied, make a business run 5% better. Like realistically, that's probably what it would be. Which is not exciting, but, you know, it's important. Pays the bills. And I would do it because of the puzzle and the challenge and the, the fun. Of doing it. Yeah. So probably if we're scoring this one, we both, I mean, I did and you are consider education as a pursuit. I've moved on from that for yeah. a lot of reasons. Yeah, you've, yes. You've grown up. Oh, no. No, I married a teacher and I got a lot more real about, you know, like what it would mean to me. Like it's not this, uh, I don't know, you know, like with any job, you think of like on the great day, you're making some whatever, like there's some great wonderful part about it but mm-hmm. then there's also the reality of like you gotta get your paperwork in by two and you know the yellow sheet goes in this drawer and the yellow, purple sheet goes over there you, you got to sit through 20 meetings a day they have to do with the mind-numbing minutiae of whatever well and it's also true i mean if you you could look at school districts as different corporations right so the job you do for corporation x may just weigh on you and bear you down every single day you can't take it but you go and get the same job with corporation y and wow this is so much better i guess we we started similar and we've diverged but then like i said i'm still very much teaching as a part of what i do so i guess that means that i'm still thinking i'm not terribly different right okay all right so there we are we've reached consensus or something 